Would you believe if I tell you that Germany has sent a bill of 130 billion dollars to China for COVID-19 crisis? Unbelievable? I know, but this is truth. Hey guys, I'm your host Muzumul Mukbul and I welcome you to another episode of Plain Talk. COVID-19 has engulfed us from everywhere and we don't see any relief as of now. People are dying not only because of coronavirus but also because of poverty as they have nothing to eat. People around the world including various media outlets are blaming China for this pandemic. People on social media are discussing that a full-fledged biological war has been started by China. Some also say this may be the beginning of World War III. Well, that's what we are going to discuss. In today's episode, we will talk about post-COVID-19 crisis, world order, and we will also expose Chinese Communist Party and the filth they are hiding within China. On today's episode, I have with me Dr. Kazi Ashraf. He is an oncologist based in Kashmir. He has authored four books and has widely published his research internationally. Listen to this. Five of his research articles, research papers have ranked number one in top 20 research article on Biomed Lab. He also writes on socio-political and economic issues. His latest book, Marshes to Sands, A Long Walk to God's Kingdom, handles history and religion from psychological perspective. Dr. Ghazi, thank you so much for your time and good to have you back on 101 North. Thank you very much, Mazumbul Saab. It's a wonderful thing that you have been just going on with this 101 North thing. <laughs> uh, this is a very independent, uh, I mean, sort of a media channel. And, and uh, I understand that we, we need we, we need these uh, independent channels right now to put forward the True. points of the, True. Which, are, which are actually, actually, actually the, the uh, carrying out the the narrative, which is which is the true narrative to some extent, you know, that they're just uh, the, the community aware about what's going Absolutely. on globally. Absolutely. Yeah. Dr. Kazi, let me start with an important discussion here. Entire world population is under lockdown. People have lost their jobs. People have no or limited access to food, water, yeah. and healthcare yeah. systems. How do you yeah. see changing economic situation? And I want you to be honest with me. Is there a recession, a massive global recession on its way? Ah, it's a very good question. The point really here is not whether there will be a massive recession or not. That is pretty clear. The recession mm-hmm. is a given in this situation. The point, however, is how long this recession is going to last and how deeply it's going to affect the economic system mm-hmm. that is intricately globalized nowadays. Right? A lot of debate is going on in the academia as well as outside of it. Broadly speaking, True. there are two radical economic systems, or you can call them philosophy, mm-hmm. capitalist economy and the socialist economy, right? The mm-hmm. two schools have left their, they have, they have locked their horns as never before. If you look at America right now, the discourse has radically transformed. Communism or socialism was a taboo. It was a taboo in, in U.S. True. And, and look at what's happening right now. Bernie Sanders, right? Take, take his example. He didn't shy away from the socialist agenda. And, mm-hmm. and he drew a lot of attention, although although he had to just uh, sort of withdraw from the race. But the point is clear that he drew a lot of attention. The problem is that the capitalist economy or the capitalism saw three crises 
in a span of two decades, right? Absolutely. The first was the dot-com, as you remember, in 2000, followed by 2008, the stock market crash, and now the COVID crash. Absolutely. All this speaks of the fragility of the free market capitalist economy model, which was popularized by Friedman, right? On the other hand, you have the Soviet and the Chinese experiment of socialist time. It didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. The point is that the central control of the markets by the government machinery also chokes the entrepreneurial system, uh, spirit of a society. But mm -hmm. the COVID has exposed fault lines. Okay? So whether you like it or you not, or you don't like it, the government will government will get actively involved, and that may translate into autocratic and dictatorial attitude of governments throughout the world. The danger of this resurgence of oligarchic government is real. Right? Look at mm -hmm. what is happening in Russia. What happened actually ha happened in Russia post Cold War? The economic sure. instability combined with the political turmoil there led to a situation where the country slipped back into the hands of the powerful mafia or mm -hmm. uh, oligarchy. Right? In other words, it was a modern version of the Bolshevik coup that, that happened in 19, uh, way back in 1970. You so this is how it impacts. So economic recession is, is going to be there. It's a huge economic recession is going to be there. But the question remains how long it's going to stay there and how it is going to be tightened. That is the big issue, right? Absolutely, and and uh, I I, wa I wanted to you know talk about something important here. You know, since we were discussing yep. this uh, changing economic situation around the world, how do you think uh, the political impl implication of such change, which which will happen, and and I'm sure that this is going to be worst ever we have seen the change we have seen since 2008. Yes, I, I, as I, as I, as I previously, as I, as I, as I already talked a little bit, touched the, the, the subject of political transformation. So I would like, I would, I would rather try to say that the political system is going to change uh -huh. radically, uh -huh. radically. So there is a real danger right now okay. uh, for the, 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 the political scenario to change towards or to move towards a dictatorial type of mentality. Okay. And that is a real danger because the governments are going to get involved in the economic policy making. They are going to push in the funds. They are going to push in the control mechanisms into the market, mm -hmm. into the economy, and, and that means into the political system. So we are expecting a drastic change in the political scenario. Now, whether it's going, whether it, it will go towards the socialist type of a, uh, sort of a management uh, or, or, or socialist type mm -hmm. of a political system that remains to be seen because you know there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, sort of fight going on right uh, between the uh, between the different uh, these uh, what do you call think tanks right okay. and the fight is fight is basically which of the systems is going to mm -hmm. rule the world absolutely COVID, the survival COVID, of the fittest you know if I may say yeah in other words. Yes, you can say the survival of the fittest, but but uh, again, there, there is a danger. We have mm -hmm. to be aware about that danger. That 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 see see look at look at what happened in Russia, for example, mm -hmm. uh, during the during the communist regime, right? Absolutely. It was a socialist regime. Uh, it was a regime which was professing equality of human beings before the government, before okay. every system, right? But it mm -hmm. didn't work that way, right? It ultimately led to the killing. And the slaughter of millions and millions of people. And look at what happened in China during the Mao's uh, cultural uh, culture revolution, right? They killed, the famine struck China, 
Israel because of that uh, communist uh, policy. And, mm-hmm. and, and millions and millions of people just uh, were killed right, for, for no fault of theirs. So Absolutely. the problem is, which I, I am worried about, that the political system uh, is showing a, showing a, uh, a very dangerous tilt towards the left. Okay. A very dangerous tilt, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not against left. I'm not against leftist, uh, leftist uh, sort of a, uh, thinking, thinking uh, sort of uh, that uh, policy. But mm-hmm. what, what worries me is that the, the records of the left are very, I mean, sort of, they are very... The past, uh, they have been pretty, into... Yeah, they, 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 they have been they have dictatorial, and, and, the, and the records are not good. Absolutely. And if you take a leap from those, from that experience, then, then things are going to be worse, although they are just this time pushing their horn in, they, they want to just say and, and put forward the narrative that capitalism is failed, capitalism is a fragile system. Yeah, capitalism mm-hmm. is a fragile system, but then... You understand there are many things in the capitalism which are which are very 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 malleable and which are very I mean sort of uh, flexible as Absolutely. as compared to as compared to the communist system. Mm-hmm. So these are the things these are the worries which which naturally come to the mind and and I hope that things I hope the people throughout the world globally mm-hmm. human being human being or the human species mm-hmm. they take the things seriously and they just ask the questions, they continue asking the questions, they try to try to just uh, uh, put forward their point of view and they try to resist whatever will sort of, uh, they try to resist any type of uh, sort of exploitation mm-hmm. or political or, or, or whether political or economic uh, exploitation that 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 may that may that may be spanned by the by the by the elite, uh, as call the the power brokers. Uh, uh, the I, I understand. So, I so understand. people have to be careful. That, that's what worries me. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 People have to be careful. That that's a very valid point. Let yeah. me let me move on to, to the current COVID nineteen crisis around the world. Do you do you think there is an element of human intervention that has led to this this crisis? I mean, is it that this virus has been deliberately put into circulation around the world. Yeah, it's a hard question to answer uh, uh, in a in in, in a straight line. <laughs> I in, a, in a straight line, but uh, we have to look at the circumstantial evidence, right? Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> the point is that viruses have been used by the scientists for a long time now to make drugs vitamins and other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That we know. Genetic engineering opened uh, a very great window for the use of viruses to manipulate the diseases, True. to manipulate many things, right? True. Now, the problem is, but the problem is that the genetic engineering, fascinating as it was, nevertheless turned out to turned out to be a slow and imprecise process or method, right? For example, right. Let me let me give an example simply, right? Uh, a virus. Uh, how, how does genetic engineering work? A okay. virus is made harmless, first, right? Okay. Then a good gene is inserted into the virus. You understand? Okay. Then this virus is inserted in the. I'm just telling you the steps, right? I, I understand. Look, yes. Uh, algorithm, algorithm, mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then this virus is inserted into the person. Right? When it infects the body, this Mm-hmm. virus inserts this good gene which has been inserted into it right mm-hmm. into the dna of the cells of the human body right okay so it was hoped that some diseases i mean the 
intentions were good. It was hoped that some diseases like Tay-Sachs disease, sexual disease, mm-hmm. uh, cystic fibrosis, etc., etc., could be corrected and prevented. Right? Unfortunately, unfortunately, the results mm-hmm. were disappointing. What happened actually is that the body mounts a response against these viral vectors which carry the genes in. Also, sure. the genes, and also there's a problem. The genes doesn't always get inserted in the correct position, right? Okay. So in 1999, right, there mm-hmm. was a fatal accident in at the University of Pennsylvania, right? Many of these experiments after that were terminated, right? Okay. Rightly so, they were terminated. But there are reports that <clears throat> the Americans, uh, uh, they, they outsource these these. these uh, 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 these uh, sort of experiments to Chinese. So that is another story, right? Okay. But now, now, what happened with the coming of the new technologies like CRISPR? It, it is a new technology, CRISPR, right? The okay. case of discovery in the biotechnology has recently accelerated the fever pitch, right? Okay. It's a cheap, efficient, and precise way to handle and edit DNA, right? Okay. It cuts through a lot of complications of genetic engineering. Here, what you do here is mm-hmm. that you replace a viral sequence with another with other type of DNA and insert that snippet of DNA into the target cell, making it possible to perform a genomic surgery. Right? Okay. Genomic surgery. That was genetic engineering, right? Mm-hmm. Now this is genomic surgery. Okay. So this revolution took the field of biotechnology by storm. You can quickly modify the viruses and change their whole character in a matter of days, right? Okay. Now, if you look at Harvard University, mm-hmm. there are some people like uh, Professor, uh, uh, his name is Sinclair, um, uh, David Sinclair. He's mm-hmm. working on aging, right? Mm-hmm. Now, he has, been, he has successfully put a virus into the eye, right? And he has found that it, it brings the eye back to the, to, to, to the normal uh, level of functioning. That it makes the eye young. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it 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 prevents or it sort of stops the aging process of the eye, right? Okay. So this is how viruses are being used, right? Okay. Now this in the backdrop you understand what is happening. So I, I got it, yes. you have once you have this technique in hand, right? Mm-hmm. It can be always this, used. It can be vulnerable used, at, at yeah, times. Yeah, it is yeah, I understand. used by modifying the modifying the viruses and mm-hmm. and once you modify a virus and then Anything can happen. You know, anything, anything can yes, happen. Yes, absolutely. Anything can happen. And if you, for example, now, 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 let us look at look look at this point from a different perspective, right? In the, in the COVID, in the perspective of the COVID crisis, mm-hmm. right, <clears throat> which, which is playing out. Now, the question is, which 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 is sort of uh, sort of uh, interesting also, and it is just sort of teasing my mind is this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Hong Kong, there were protests going on for six months. Absolutely, right. Absolutely. And and there was a lot of lot of lot of lot of economic distress was going on. A lot. The, a lot. They, it, isn't it? It, it was a it True. was a very serious situation True. China was going through, right? True. Uh, then there were Wuhan protests, right? Mm-hmm. Because China was pushing in the Wuhan a very huge construction of some plants, wherein where it was estimated that the carbon emissions will be mm-hmm. huge out of those those plants, right? And and obviously the the residents there in in the Wuhan province, they they started to go on protests, right? Mm-hmm. Now the point is that in 1989, if you remember, mm-hmm. there were protests in China, 
But at that time, the situation was the, the, the Iron Curtain was, was, was falling down, right? The Iron Absolutely. Curtain, that, what I mean by uh, Iron Curtain is, 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 is the communist system, right? The entire the, system. East, which was East, in, in Germany, the East Germany was, yeah, Absolutely. East German wall, that wall, the German Berlin wall was, uh, was, was falling, right? And, uh-huh. and Russia was also disintegrating. And at that time, China came out. And uh, suppressed the protests very brutally, right? Absolutely. Uh, thousands and thousands of protesters were killed. Falun Gong movement as well, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. thousands thousands were killed. But at that time, China could afford that. But this time, China cannot afford that type True. of a human rights violation, True. right? True. Because because you have you have lot you have a, a information technology that revolutionized the mm-hmm. whole world mm-hmm. of communication, right? Absolutely. So in this scenario, probably probably. Uh, virus is uh, a very good, I mean, sort of a uh, uh, weapon which can be used to suppress and mm-hmm. uh, suppress the protests, or, okay. or even to prevent the protests, or okay. even to con- control the protests. Okay. okay. So this can be this can be a thing which has happened, and 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 it it seems that mm-hmm. that since you have a technology of okay. modifying the viruses in your hand, and and the technology is very efficient, technology is very quick, and technology gives you results. Uh, uh, not mm-hmm. like genetic engineering takes takes a lot of time. It, it's very fast and it's very time 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 sort of uh, this thing. So these things can happen, and and I I, I think that uh, I mean th- this needs to be understood, and this needs to be this this sort of uh, you you can say this has to be put put uh, into a sort of a inverted commas you can mm-hmm. say it like that. So sure. that is there. That is there. Dr. Ghazi, we cannot deny how evil Chinese Communist Party is and what they have been doing with Uyghur Muslims, Tibet, and in Hong Kong, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, I, I don't want to quote uh, Fox News or any other independent columnist you know, who have been writing continuously that this is a start of World War III. This is a start of biological warfare. How do you describe this situation right now? Muslim Saab, yeah, <clears throat> as as you understand yourself, because you are yourself a PhD scholar in international relations, mm-hmm. and you have you have put in a lot of um, sort of effort uh, into 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 all this uh, understanding the international things, uh, sure. understanding the whole uh, global global uh, those, uh, currency challenges going on in the world, and you have also had a had an experience of working in in different crisis situations. Uh, globally, right? Absolutely. So, so I think uh, you, the point you are making is is a pertinent point, and uh, the you understand the problem is that the Communist Party is a party based on an ideology. Right? Okay. It's it's just like a religion, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they are following the religion of communism, right? And once you are running in party or while you are running the country on the basis of an ideology, ideology is going to be inflexible, right? And uh, the, in, the more the inflexible in ideology, the more are the chances of, uh, of, of, of it breaking down, right? Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest worry that, is, that, is, uh, that has preoccupied the Chinese Communist Party. And that's why they are just beating about the bush and trying to, trying to uh, just suppress any sort of dissent, any sort of voices, any sort of uh, mm-hmm. whatever 
uh, just tries to it is only questioning to to their problem, right? Sort of problem structure, right? And Wilger, as as you rightly mentioned, is, is is not an exception to that. And they understand this is a volcano, and they have to they have to act preemptively, right? They cannot effort Absolutely. to have 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 a widespread uh, sort of revolt in the country. They cannot effort. They cannot to have it. A, Yeah, they cannot effort simply. So uh, and so they have to put in in into into the place uh, the mechanisms which uh, will be very effective in controlling or in preventing uh, such sort of utterances, right? Okay. And biological warfare, as you as you mentioned, too. Also, one of the instruments or one of the weapons uh, which can be used to control the the masses, right? Now, for example, as I as I, as I mentioned previously, mm. uh, in 1989, they could unleash a reign of terror. They could un unleash. Uh, they could they could brutally suppress the protests. They could brutally suppress the voices. This mm -hmm. is what today. Mm -hmm. But but the things now have changed. They understand it. They understand it really well, and they understand it better than anybody else, right? True. Uh, that that they cannot they cannot unleash once again a a reign of terror, a, an open reign of terror. So they have to do whatever they are doing. They have to do it covertly, right? And 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 this is one of the best mechanisms of handling covertly. The tensions which arise uh, in the society, which has been for a long time under a regime which is very much centralized and which is very much based on uh, oligarchic Absolutely. pattern of governance, right? Absolutely. This is this is this is what is there. And and if you look back at the at the manifesto of the Communist Party of China, mm -hmm. uh, which, which which they have they have come come uh, come out with uh, during the times of uh, uh, Deng Xiaoping. Mm -hmm. uh, they have clearly mentioned that up to up until 2035, China is not going to get involved into any type of a war, any type of an open conflict, armed conflict with any of the countries. Right? Okay. Instead, instead, they are going to fight a war on the basis of economic uh, sort of a, uh, sort of a economic. Oh, right. That's why they have been. They have been going on throughout the world. They have been just, they have been uh, sort of infiltrating into each and every market of the world. Oh. And uh, and and of late, they have also, they have also uh, sort of penetrated, uh, deeply penetrated into the Southern America, like Latin America, what you call Nicaragua. They have this yes. canal there, yes. which is equivalent to Suez Canal. In, in South Africa of, as well. Yeah, yeah, they are they are doing it, and the Americans uh, cannot take it lightly, and they have to, uh, they have to see to it that what's happening, uh, just just uh, in front, blow their nose, in other words. So there is going to be a tension. There is going to be a sort of uh, sort of conflict, which is uh, probably uh, which may be ultimately, uh, which may be sort of fought in, in, in biological in warfare. China. Yeah, in the waters in South Carolina. I understand. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and Dr. Ghazi, I believe this is something, you know, if 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 at all we go by this Chinese Communist Party manifesto, it, right. this this means, you know, it, it is it is like, I will not be involved in your country, but I will make sure that you go down by economy. Yes, of course. They have to. They, 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 have, they, have, to, they, they have to make tea. Uh, the problem is that China has a huge population growth. Right? True, uh, true. One thing you cannot you cannot uh, you cannot forget they have to feed uh, more than one billion mouths, right? Okay. And for that, and and the other problem with China is that they are energy dependent, right? They have to import 
input energy uh, and 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 huge amounts of energy they they cannot sort of uh, they are not self sufficient uh, as far as energy is concerned so these are the points and in order to have a handle mm-hmm. on the energy resources they have to simply integrate the markets in the world right and True. that's why they have they have taken huge bids they have uh, sort of in huge bids in oil refineries and oil oil extraction and they are the they are involved in infrastructure projects all throughout the world right? and in, in africa they have been very much active uh, in that sense and they have True. they have a lot of workers i mean in, in southeast asia as chinese well. yes in chinese in chinese lakhs and lakhs of workers the chinese workers are this time uh, especially at least before the covid crisis started True. Uh, they were they were uh, scattered throughout from the whole continent of africa right Absolutely. so they 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 are doing it and they they are uh, i think sort of uh, this is this is what is going on and this is uh, this is the real uh, sort of uh, what you can say uh, real war which is economic war which sure. is going on under sure. the, under the curtains sure. the curtains and i i'm not uh, i will not be surprised if china uh employs uh, the 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 viruses and the biological warfare means in order to just keep the the tensions under control rising around the country because it yeah. ultimately what happens in national politics the national scenario or the national mm-hmm. politics it determines the international it, it if if it's if at least it, it does not determine but at least it influences the international mm-hmm. politics So, so they have to think about these things. They cannot effort to have revolts. They cannot effort to have dissent. They cannot effort to have a, a sort of a, what you can say, uh, open sort of criticism to to the party. Absolutely. So they are taking care of that. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is what what communists have been doing. And all 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 regimes based on ideology, whether whether it's a theocratic state or it is a communist state, they have the same agenda. They have to keep the peace. these mm-hmm. the populists or the, uh, the people as a chomsky chomsky uh, thing they have to keep the beast under control and that's very really important right mm-hmm. this is how it goes absolutely yeah uh, i i i yeah. totally understand and uh, dr kazi uh my next question is very simple but it's very very important you know, that that's how i think yeah. what do, what do you think the entire world is going to be post covid-19 crisis if at all we will have vaccine at hand you know to to resolve multiple billions of issues around the world and as a common kashmiri like me how it is going to impact me or kashmir kashmir right is a very is a very wonderful question you have put but but i cannot uh, i mean answer it in one line it needs a little bit of elaboration yeah, you, you can take your time so, oh thank you thank you very much now the question is that how the world is going to be uh post covid right it is a very very complicated question the sense that nobody can foretell that thing but one thing is that uh, which is which is clear that now that the world is going to change now if you look back at the history right mm-hmm. now uh, looking back at the history uh, means that you just draw the lessons from the history you don't you don't have to be the person of the past but you have to simply draw the lessons now keeping that thing in mind right if you look at the 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 crisis or epidemics which have uh, mm-hmm. engulfed the 
human species over the past uh, century. Uh, we can just take the example of uh, the plague, uh, which which struck the Europe in in 14th century. Right? Sure. So uh, after the plague struck, there was uh, there was a lot of a lot of people were killed. About 200 million people got killed, right? So the system was said that uh, it was it was mainly a feudal uh, feudal system based on agricultural economy, right? Absolutely. So what happened? What happened after the after the epidemic subsided is that <clears throat> there was a dearth of labor force. Right? Now, mm -hmm. whosoever was uh, healthy at that time, right, they didn't want to work. They they would work only if the wages are very high. So there was a demand for the labor. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, in case of COVID crisis. The problem is that the demand for the labor is not there and will not be there, right? Mm -hmm. In fact, there will be a different scenario wherein the labor will be available, labor force will be cheap, labor force will be in plenty, sure. but the demand will fall because if it goes on like this, the, 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 the economy shuts down, the manufacturing plants shut down, right? and the productivity of the countries shut down, right? So obviously there is going to be a lot of unemployment, right? And that is going to lead to crisis, food shortage, other things. And I'm worried that mm -hmm. there may be, if if the countries economically sort of, uh, what you call third world countries, like sort of a thing, economically weaker countries, mm -hmm. if the economically weaker countries are struck by this epidemic in a, in a in a, a in a big way, what's going to happen there is there there will be migration. There will be a large scale migration of the people from one country to another country. Okay. That sort of a refugee crisis will be there. True. And I'm worried. I'm worried that the countries like small countries like take for example Bangladesh or or, or, or Nepal or other countries or like, Myanmar or Myanmar they, the, they they may be forced to use nuclear weapons to to defend their borders. Right. Okay. So this is this is a big 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 thing which can which can come up, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the problem is that food shortage, which is uh, inevitably going to going to happen. Right? Absolutely, it, it can become it can become a huge crisis, right? True. It True. can lead to it can lead to nuclear fallout, right? Especially especially when the countries who are having the nuclear uh, arsenal with them. Mm -hmm. however, however small that may be, with them, uh, they 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 may be forced to use use the nuclear weapons on their defending their borders. But because because there will be there will be a lot of migration, right? Mm -hmm. There is supposed to be a lot of migration if things go on like this. So it's a it's a very huge crisis mm -hmm. in that sense. And and uh, but but at the at the same time, I'm very very much positive about the about the thing that uh, human beings. Our human species mm -hmm. will uh, will work with them, and they will they will they will just uh, not uh, just uh, just uh, behave irresponsibly mm -hmm. as they have behaved sometimes in the past. And the past. The, things have, the, the world has changed now. Mm -hmm. The situation has changed, and uh, I think I think I I hope that I hope that people <clears throat> people uh, just behave responsibly. Uh, 
one thing, uh, one positive thing which this COVID has uh, sort of taught us is that people have come together. People have tried to come together. People have tried okay. to forget about I, the differences. I understand that. Yes, this I is accept. A, it. This is a difference. This is a difference which which is which is evident between the epidemics which had hit the mm -hmm. the human species before and and this this epidemic. So this is the difference. So as far as Kashmir is concerned, right? Yeah. Uh, you understand that uh, uh, when there is a globalization of uh, the whole thing, when the whole world has become a sort of a, a village interconnected mm -hmm. at each and every level, right? So whatever happens in any part of the world is going to have an impact on the other part of the world. True. Right? It's True. just like a butterfly effect, right? As they say in butterfly effect, that if a if a butterfly flaps a flaps the wing in, in Beijing or, or or somewhere in Wuhan, mm -hmm. uh, there there is going to be change in the weather in New York after three months. Wow. This is how it works. So we are so much deeply interconnected globally that anything which happens at any place in the world is going to have Effective, global everywhere global and in Kashmir, uh, in Kashmir, we understand that we have to we have to have a revolution. Mm -hmm. Nothing short of a revolution. And what kind of revolution that would be? A revolution, as uh, for example, Voltaire had said. Voltaire said, uh, "I'm reminded of his one of his one of his greatest. Uh, I mean, uh, writings in one of his books. Uh, mm -hmm. as he writes that books rule the world." Nothing enfranchises like education. Mm -hmm. When once a nation begins to think, it is impossible to stop. Okay. This is what they're saying. Okay. Now, uh, a rev by revolution in Kashmir, I mean that there has to be a change, a paradigm shift. The entire paradigm shift. Yeah, there has to be a paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. Now, enough is enough. We have to be responsible for this now. Okay. We have to have a responsible political opinion. We have to ask the questions, right? We have to we have to ask the questions in a rightful manner mm -hmm. and in a proper constructive manner. I don't mean by revolution that the mobs have to come on the roads, uh, just like what happened in Herb Spring. Uh, that Herb Spring did not did not uh, lead to anything fruitful, right? Uh, you can uh, the results are in front of you. You know it better than I know. Uh, because you 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 are you are involved in international uh, things, right? True. So look at what is happening in other countries. Right? Absolutely. So the revolutions doesn't don't mean that the mobs and the people and the youngsters have to come on the roads and demonstrate and protest. No, it's not that. The revolution means is there has to be a revolution in the thinking, right? We have to understand that we have to be politically responsible. We have to just uh, the people of Kashmir especially. They have to. They have to ask the questions. They have to have a change in the political scenario, right? Uh -huh. And one of the things for that is political active political participation by the uh -huh. people of Jammu and Kashmir. Active political participation, right? Okay. Not that that we we don't want. To, okay, fine. This is happening and this is going on. Let it go on. We are not concerned. Let let God do whatever God wants to. God has destined us to to live like this. No, it's not like that. We have to come out of the shells. We have to ask the question, right questions. Uh, we have to just think rightfully, and we have to think about the future. And we have to go for a political revolution yes. in Jammu and Kashmir. That's what's needed. And I think there's, there's
uh, Dr. Kazi, I leave it up to the people of Jammu and Kashmir, you know, what they have to decide for their future. And I thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and experience with us. We hope to see you again on 101 North. You have a great thank day. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. You. God bless. Bye. Bye. That is all from today's episode. We will be right back with another one. Till then, stay home, stay safe, and keep listening to Plain Talk on 101 North. See you.